Hello and welcome back to Loud and Proud Orlando on a Monday evening. It is 7.37 on February the 5th, and we're going to be talking Duncan McGuire once again. I thought, Luis, that was maybe the last thing we were going to talk about Duncan for a while in the last pod. You know, we sent him off, or so we thought. There's another twist to the tale. We'll get onto that, as well as the big incoming signing we're hearing about Luis Muriel, we got our Colombian, uh, not confirmed yet, but definitely uh, highly likely to be happening. Uh, we're going to talk David Bercalo, uh, wondering where he is, and hopefully he's on his way. Uh, rumors. Uh, also, there's a Society 21-only game happening on Saturday, Luis, uh, which kind of closed doors game for certain season ticket members. So uh, we can speculate about what the outcome of that will be against the New England Revolution. How are you on a Monday, Luis? You doing good? Well, I mean, honestly, I'm a little upset of all this dunking back and forth. Uh, I don't think it's the right way to treat a, a an athlete of any caliber. Um, a player that scored a lot of goals for us, somebody that is dear, dearest to our hearts, um, not only for fans, but also for front office staff, you know, the Orlando doing their best to fulfill his wishes because you know that's what he wanted. It was good for him. It was good for uh, it was good for the club. It was good for everything. And unfortunately, you know this is uh, this should not happen in a club that wants to contend to go to you know Premiership. You know I feel like you know it's it's either ba bad managed or it just it's not paying good enough. You know, uh, it, it reminds me of those hotel franchises. If you're from Orlando, you probably work hospitality. If you're listening to this or watching this, when your owner buys a franchise from Travelodge Days Inn, and it's not actual corporate Travelodge, corporate uh, corporate Days Inn or Holiday Inn, it's run by rinky dink, you know, um, people that that just own the name. You know, it's not. You know, you think it's a a Hilton, but it's not. It's a rinky-dink hotel that overprices everything. That's kind of in a way how it kind of sounds like this is going. It's upsetting, uh, but, you know, we'll talk about that. And, you know, I'm just definitely very excited about Luis Muriel. I think it's going to be a perfect fit for our, for, for, our, um, for our starting 11. And we'll talk about that and more. Thank you, John. So, first of all, I wanted to kick off with some exciting Luis, um, news, Luis. And you could tell us all about this. But tomorrow, you're going to be going to Media Day. And speak to some players. So tell us a little bit more about what uh, you've got in store. Exciting day, I think. Yeah, so tomorrow is media day for press, for accredited press. Obviously, Loud and Proud Orlando, it is accredited with the MLS and also Orlando City. So we thank them for allowing us to speak to some of the players. We want you guys to have an input on what we're going to be asking some of these players. Uh, I'm going to do tell you that we're going to be speaking to uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be speaking to the following players. Um, hold on one second. I'm trying to pull it out. Um, you got uh, Nico Ladero. I know. He yeah, was in it, there. Is, it is Nico Ladero. Yeah, Nico Ladero is one of them. Hold on. Let me pull up. I think I sent that on the chat. You did. You it's going to uh, be Nico Ladero. Yeah, Martino Ojeda, Faku, uh, Dagger Dan, uh, Robin Jansen, and Kyle Smith. So, we want you guys on the chat, if you're watching this or if you're on Twitter or if you're on on all our outlets, um, to send us on the chat, subscribe, send us on the chat. What would you ask those players? So um, I'll put the the names on a banner in a little bit. So we have uh, right now, it seems like it's going to be tomorrow, Lodero, Ojeda, Torres, Dagger Dan, Jansen, and Smith. So just drop us your question, and then um, you know we'll we'll see. We you know we'll choose it. And obviously, if it's like you know you know what's your favorite you know dish, you know obviously I'm gonna ask uh, you know the player you know what's your favorite dish. You know what I mean. But if you're asking me you know to ask a, a really good question, we will definitely take it uh, in consideration and make the fans also part of of this beautiful media day that the club is doing. So. Uh, I mean, excited. I've got a question for Dagger Dan. You know that I always, sure. always got something to ask Dagger Dan. But I feel like Robin Jansen, like a lot of people, surely you know Faku. Like these are big, these are the big stars you got lined up here, Louise. So um, I'm think I'm thinking there's one I would like to ask all of them, 
which is what is their personal goal for the year? Like, what are they like? We always know like the club has goals and, and they'll talk to their like coaches they'll talk to Oscar about that kind of thing. But they also might have, you know, their own goals. Like for example, Dagger's goal, right. Might be to solidify himself in the right back position. Uh, whereas maybe Jansen's goal might be different. Right. Uh, I think all of these people it's an opportunity to ask players questions like we never really get so if you have a burning question i mean you know nicola dero brand new player martin ojeda maybe ask him about you know something to do with does he see himself getting in the first 11 there's so many questions here that we could ask uh whether we will or not it depends luis is going to be the one uh there deciding but if you submit your question there's a good chance he might choose it and uh, go ahead and get your chance. And he'll also tell them, won't you, Luis, when you do it? Like, hey, this question comes from. Yeah, I will, I will tell you guys. I, I will you know, say your name for yeah. sure. Yeah, you know, and, sure. And uh, we'll, we'll make you, we want you guys to be part of it. I just sent, um, I, you know, I just sent a little comment there. You could see it probably on the chat uh, of, the, of the name of the players that we're going to be showcasing tomorrow. So uh, Lodero, Ojeda, Torres, Thorhalson, Jansen, and Ojeda. So. Um, if you're listening, also go to your social media and, uh, you know, you can send us an inbox, a DM, either on Twitter or Instagram, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll ask it. We'll ask it. So tomorrow I have to be there at one one fifteen. So We got Paula here too as well. Paula, how are you doing? Whoop, whoop. Sorry, guys. I just got home, but I'm, I'm doing good, and I'm super pumped about this media day. I'm thinking around the questions that – I want to get answered from the players. So I'm thinking about asking Loredo, like, his adjustment um, since he got under Oscar Pareja's, you know, tactics and comparing, you know, he has been a long time with the Sanders and then Elsa. now with Al. So so let's see, something along those lines. I, I need to think thoroughly my question for each player, but something like that. But I'm pumped. That's a great opportunity, Luis. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely gonna we're gonna put a lot of good content, and uh, I think this is also for the fans because you know they could get their their questions answered. So, thank you for all the almost thirty people live right now. So, thank you so much. Uh, drop us a thumbs up so YouTube recommend the video. So, appreciate you guys. Um, and like we said, you, you can put a question in the chat, or you can put it in on Twitter, or you know send it to us on Facebook, whoever. Just let us know. Hey, this question for X player. I want to ask them this. Uh, you get that to us tonight, and we'll get it to Luis, and he can go ahead and ask tomorrow. So moving on from that, we're going to go into our first piece of big news, Duncan McGuire. Um, we thought, Luis, that it was all done and dusted, yet there was another twist in the tale. Uh, so the Lancashire Telegraph reported, uh, as well as was hinted at several times on Sunday, and then... Um, has been verified and reported now by several sources out of the UK that essentially Blackburn has messed up the paperwork. Uh, it wasn't a case of that they missed the deadline for the paperwork. It was a case, from what I'm reading, is that they made an error on the paperwork. However, in the past, they have missed the deadline for the paperwork. So this is not something that's new to the Blackburn fans. Uh, I think all around, it's just very frustrating because what this means is, if you're not aware about how the registration works in the UK, obviously during the transfer window, they have a period of time to register the player for the next phase of the uh, tournament. So that would be from now until the end of the season. And they didn't, me well, they basically essentially messed that up with Duncan. And now what that means is, is that he's not registered to play for them. So he cannot actually play for Blackburn, uh, which is a problem. So they've got a player that they've loaned from us that they now actually can't play most likely. And what we think is going to happen, they've actually lodged an appeal, but it's not looking good. I think the appeal doesn't really have much hope in my opinion. I think a lot of people would agree with that. It's sort of like a, Hey, we've appealed, but most likely it's going to be rejected. Then there's another process that takes an even longer top amount of time. takes like a month to get back. They're not going to want Duncan sitting around for a month. Essentially, what this all boils down to is most likely Duncan's going to have no choice but to come back if he wants to play any football, sorry, any soccer right now, and uh, most likely be playing for us again. So we're looking at a Duncan return home, 
as the inevitable sort of outcome, I believe, from the next sort of two days. Uh, right now, it hasn't been announced that that's happening, but the writing for me is uh, on the wall. Luis, I want to go to you first. Uh, give me your thoughts on this, and do you agree with me that uh, it looks like Duncan's coming back? Yeah, I mean, uh, I know that a lot of outlets, um, a lot of uh, pages, also fan pages like OC Fan TV, have been doing uh, their due diligence to cover this this drama, this shebangabang. Honestly, this malarkey, I guess. Uh, looking for a synonym words here, and um, you know, I want to give kudos to them uh, on on the on all those outlets, and um, you know, it's just despicable. You know, I mean, you don't treat a player that way. Um, it says a lot about how the, that that it, it is a it is a big club with a lot of history, you know, and it shouldn't be run that way. You know, those mistakes should not happen. Um, hopefully, those people lose their jobs. I mean, whoever messed up, I know that uh, an appeal has not been reversed ever. Um, so that's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. You probably know about that more, John, but. You know, I, I'm the la the latest is that the ro the Rovers uh, feel a duty of of kind of care for Duncan, so they feel a little bad about it. And just FYI, he's set to travel back home Tuesday if the deal isn't ratified. That's according Elliot Jackson from Sky News. So, um, the appeal could be a very lengthy process, like you said. And you know, I think there was a similar case that didn't get resolved till March or April. So, you know, if you ask me what he should do is just come back home, you know. I think there's going to be no animosity. There's going to be no issues because the club actually wanted to do right for him. You know, he wanted to go to Europe and he fulfilled his wishes because the club also trusts that Duncan can succeed. So they were supportive about it. They were not anti that decision. So I feel that he's going to just come back home and just go and get grinding. I mean, that's that's him. You know, he's a, a level-headed young kid that just works hard for everything he does. So I have no doubt that he's going to be – us having Muriel and Duncan is actually an upgrade, you know, and actually a threat to a lot of teams. So I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. So what happens? Hopefully, you know, um, he's able to come, come home and just make a huge impact like he did in the, in the beginning of the season last year. I think, you know, the, the important piece of information here is that, you know, Rovers feel, uh, this is from the, the quoting from the Telegraph, Rovers feel a duty of care to McGuire, who is set to travel back to the United States mm -hmm. on Tuesday if the deal isn't ratified. Um, he's currently unable to train with the club or partake in any related activities. He's basically just stuck in limbo. He's neither with them and he's not with us at the moment, so... Honestly, I think the best thing for him is, is just to, to give up on this for now. You know, maybe if he wants to go back to Blackburn in the summer. But I think if I was Duncan McGuire, I would be done done with Blackburn ever yeah. again in my life. So, Paula, your thoughts on uh, the Duncan saga? I was going to say those exact words, John. Like, I, like, if I was Duncan McGuire, me, myself, right now, I would have... I would have, I would be concerned already with all the red flags since the beginning of this deal. Like he had several red flags that we talked about already, and I don't know. It it, it puts a lot of doubts in my in my head and questions. Like, should I be playing for this club if they don't even know how to submit a paperwork or? I, I don't know that way. This waiting game for for Duncan Maguire is not good. Like if I was a player and I was like, should I go? Should I wait? What like what's gonna happen? For me, like that's disrespectful for the player. And kudos for the club, right? Like Luis said, like they're giving the opportunity to Duncan to go and pursue his his dream. If if another club, it, it wouldn't permit this. Um, yeah, of course and, not. In the first place, <laughs> so so kudos. Like this is something that I like about Orlando City Club that they, if the player needs something or they're willing to negotiate, they're willing to accommodate how they feel. Blah blah blah, going along those lines. But I think Duncan received a lot of red flags since the beginning of this deal. And it's it's not it's not fair for him. And even in and it's today's 
his his birthday is today. So what the heck? So it's a roller coaster yeah, ride. Just true. just go. Mm-hmm. Just just come home. For real. Like come home, nailed it on the on the season, get a great result, and probably he will get a better team waiting for him in, in Europe. So I think, you know, Elliot Jackson quoted in here that the club's first hope is that the board accept the registration, though it hasn't been approved at the time of writing. Discussions are ongoing between the club and their lawyers to present a compelling case to the EFL, but there is a growing feeling that the deal won't be approved. I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, for me, it's like, okay, we know, like you said, Paula, there's plenty of red flags here. The writing is on the wall. It's not happening. So stop. They're just stringing him out. You know what I mean? Like it it was, it was okay. First of all, we want you. Then we're going to cancel the deal. Okay. Now we really want you. Then we announce you to the players. We bring you to the stadium. There's literally net fans. Like they want to, they're quite happy to trot him out, but they weren't happy to finish the paperwork or get that done properly. So at this point, Duncan should just give up. If it was me, I would be like, even I wouldn't even wait to hear on this thing. I would just be That's like, right. look, you guys I messed it up. Been in Orlando already. I'm done with this. I, I, I've had enough. You've messed me around enough now. I'm going home because this yeah. is just ridiculous. Like, I, honestly. And I think if they try to convince him, like, hey, maybe we'll wait for this appeal. And, you know, like, I don't know. Well, we, you can train on your own or something for like, no. It's just not like there's nothing worth and especially not Blackburn in their situation. If this was like Chelsea or something or a massive club, (laughs) well, A, it wouldn't be because they wouldn't make that mistake. This wouldn't happen. But B, if that was the case, I'd be like, okay, this is worth scenario. This is not worth it for Duncan. Just cut your losses and just come home, really. And um, that brings me nicely on to the next point, which is uh, who's going to come meet him? Uh, I'm thinking about going down there possibly tomorrow. Uh, maybe some other fans if he comes in like an evening flight where we can uh, get out after work. So it would be really nice, I think, for to show Duncan some love. The guy has been through hell, and I feel like uh, sure. it would be nice for him to have a little smile on his face when he comes home to some Orlando City fans who show, you know, even though you want to leave us, we still love and respect you, buddy. Uh, and, and not only that, I do want to say this is also a disservice to Blackbird fans. This is ridiculous for them. Uh, honestly, um, I, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter about them not being happy with the ownership. Literally, you're doing a disservice to Blackburn fans. Sell the freaking club. Sell it. You guys don't deserve it. Like Whoever is the owner there, I don't know who they are. I, I know that OC Fan TV did a piece on it, which was great, by the way. It's um, some venkies they own the yeah chicken. I, I, I have no it's idea a whole terrible thing sell it yeah. you're treating it like an i drive motel you're treating it like a like a rinky dink days in of kirkman road all right it, 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 blackburn is not a rinky dink days in from kirkman road and you're not going to treat a massive club with a lot of history and a lot of uh you know cups and things like that i've won during the years good players that have played there. You don't want to mistreat their legacy by doing things like this and doing a disservice. Not only now you're looking like crap, I'm sorry, to, to the MLS, to Orlando City, to Duncan, to Duncan's family, but but now also you're making, you know, your club, you know, look like, you know, and, and that's not the light that I think Blackburn and their fans deserve. So uh, I will end with that. I think as well as that, Luis. Um, we're going to go to the comments. We've got quite a few sure. here pertaining to Duncan. So uh, you want to go ahead and read those up from the yeah, top? Yeah, sure. Landon, it says, greeting uh, a player that doesn't want to play. Uh, greeting a player that doesn't want to play for us. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, he is just, I mean, if, if, you're a, if you're a professional player and you feel this is your only chance to go play in Europe, would you take it for more money? I'm sure that that's a no-brainer. And usually in south america and i'm gonna just put the south america in perspective any no south american team will ever allow it that will keep you till the end of your season till the contract is up and then maybe see what happens or put a higher fee on you but orlando actually wanted him to pursue and felt like it was a great deal for him to deal them out so that's just the way i feel I think you have to look at the human side of it you know Mm -hmm. i think obviously duncan right he wants to go to europe i get that like 
it, it sucks when a player you know says i'm i'm done with you and i want to move on i want something better for myself or i want to have a better opportunity or i want to go to the next level i understand that can hurt but also you have to look at what he's been through as a person in the last like week the guy is you know trying to make the next move for him and his career mm -hmm. and what he thinks is the right thing to do and he's just been messed around so much by right. this club and back and forth and you know he's going to another country it's difficult it's not always easy it's different culture it's different people you're having to deal with a lot of change very quickly and having so much uncertainty around am i actually doing this like he's one foot in and one foot out that's got to really mess with the guy so more than anything it's like about just kind of showing that we're still there for somebody or like that maybe you know maybe he needs a little lift and if he's going to be our player for the next six months I, I'd rather get behind him and say, all is good, buddy. Like, I know you want to leave. We understand, but you're here now. So let's make the most of it. But I understand also that not everybody sees it that way. Sure. All right. Uh, Victor Sanchez, OCSC is better than Blackburn. I agree. <laughs> Sorry. But I mean, when it comes to, you know, administrative for sure, you know, and probably soccer as well. We'll see. JCB's 95, when is not just everyone? It is a shame how the Duncan transfer fell apart. It, I will be glad to see him come home and put up some solid numbers uh, this season. Uh, thank you, JC. Appreciate that. Victor Sanchez, how comfortable is Duncan to come back to OCSC? Um, I don't know. I, I think I think he'll be pretty comfortable, in my opinion. I think that that also has some weight to it, too, right? He's, like, mm -hmm. mentally checked out of the situation. So, Paula, what do you think, like, if you're Duncan and you put yourself in his shoes and you yeah. are, you do have to come home. How are you, you know, what do you think for the season? How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to mentally get over that? I mean, I'm going to show what I'm made of. Like, I'm going to play even better than last season if I was Duncan for McGuire. Sure. Because I want to demonstrate to other teams, too, what I'm capable of. And... <laughs> At the end of the day, it's not Orlando City's fault. Like, Orlando City didn't burst his bubble. Like, they helped him to accomplish his wish that go to Europe. And Blackburn just, just, they didn't do their, their job. So, I think with the mentality of Duncan being a rookie last season, and he came in and he had a mentality of, a like, a, like a, a seasoned player, he's going to come in and he's going to, perform even better than last season that's what i think and I hopefully is that his mentality so he can showcase even more his skills i agree i mean you got to have strong mental attitude and i feel like duncan has that so if he can get you know over this and bounce back then i, I think he'll have another good sort of six months and and we'll see you know maybe he can put himself back out in the shop window and get a better deal for the summer that's the best case scenario now for all of this you know come back play six months try again in the summer Luis, carry on with the comments if you would gnocchi how you doing gnocchi oh man look you're leaving us a comment let's not forget he just got back from usa camp and uh gb um i guess is great britain right no yeah drives euro to play for him there you go nice there you go uh we got a couple from victor sanchez there at the top as well it says uh at what time is the press conference uh well i will be there around one o'clock uh, i was told that i will be able to check in by 1 15. Uh, Duncan, please come home. We have a party ready for you at the airport. There you go. Let's get this party started. This is Victor Sanchez. There you go, my friend. All righty. So unless anyone wants to add anything else on Duncan, we'll move on to the incoming. Luis Muriel. So it was confirmed today. Uh, we saw rumors and tweets last week from um, Tom Bogert and other people. But today, the big one came out from uh, Fabrizio Romano, who was following up from Matteo Moreto, who also originally reported it earlier today, that Luis Muriel and Orlando City are in the final stages of negotiations to sign from Atlanta. Deal is progressing for immediate and permanent transfer. Paula, you hit us off with your uh, Luis Muriel thoughts. Absolutely. This is the striker that I have been waiting for because he's veteran. 
with or without Maguire, this needed to happen, my friends. I know that a lot of you were uh, commenting in Twitter, hey, no, my, Maguire is coming, probably co coming back. Is the deal with Muriel is still going on or we should like back off? No, we still need a veteran striker up top to help the rest of the team. So I'm super pumped. Hopefully um, he is, is a plug and play in the Oscar system. It's not um, like we need to wait for him to get seasoned. But I my gut feeling is going to be a plug and play under Oscar Pareja's um, system. And he has been on fire um, lately. Um, with Atalanta, so I don't know if I I watched the the current highlights from last week, but he's been scored some banging goals. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this for this signing. I'm really I'm really am. I don't know about you, Luis. I mean, it's uh, it was reported by um, Toca Sports uh, from Colombia uh, first, I, I believe, also, um, and then a lot of Colombian news sources reliable saying that Muriel was already pretty much uh, talking to the MLS and talking to Orlando city. So then obviously I'm glad that Moreto and Fabricio were able to confirm it uh, today. Uh, exciting player. Um, I know a lot of the fan base uh, may not know about him. Uh, a lot of the fan base also may say that they're, he's washed up, but uh, we have uh, one of the best coaching staffs in the MLS. Uh, we have uh, Oscar Pereja and and his staff that are able to revitalize players' careers. That's one of the, one of the things they do best. And I think we've seen it with having a you know an Antonio Carlos that was coming from being a sub in in Palmeiras at the time, an Ivan Angulo that was benched by Palmeiras no minutes now he's like a weapon for us nani coming from europe kind of washed up too you have uh also pato coming with nagging injuries make it work for a lot of you know the u.s open cup run pato performed pretty well so i mean you see this is a constant with uh pareja so i feel like he's going to be a plug and play player somebody that is going to be able to it fits very well of what we do um in the box you know, all, the, all those short passes in short spaces, he's able to excel tremendously. He has great vision as well to create plays, which is, I think we are moving away from the static number nine. And I think John developed it about it on the last episode. We're moving away from the static number nine. We're not getting a pivot. We're getting a, a number nine that's able to generate also plays off the counter, off of in transition. So, that is fantastic. Somebody that has shoot uh, is able to shoot from distance, which we haven't seen since Nani, I believe, <laughs> and a couple of things from Ojeda. Uh, but you know, uh, I'm I'm delighted. 32 years old, still have a lot left in the tank. It's not like we're sending a 39, 40 year old MLS veteran. This is a pretty good solid signing. And not only that, what validates it is Inter Milan wanted him. Inter Milan wanted him. Inter Milan is not just any team, right? So if Inter wants him, Inter Milan, and we're getting him, that's, that's a lot. Uh, there you go, John. Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of that, Luis. I think he's um, – I think there are questions around, you know, how much has he got left, um, but I still think he's just that sort of natural finisher, goal scorer, you know, can score in lots of different ways, knows where the net is, that kind of guy that uh, I believe can still do it at this level, at least for sure. Um, looking back at like sort of his stats and when he was, you know, his peak sort of the nine, nine, 2019, 2021 seasons for Atlanta, you know, he got a lot of goals, but really in Syria, you know, he's, he's been doing bits for like the last sort of 10 years scoring goals in that league. So not always consistently up and down, but overall, just you know, definitely being in and around the conversation each year as one of the better strikers in the league. Uh, I agree with you as well that he he definitely seems to be more of that, more of a guy to link the play than someone to necessarily lead the line from the front, uh, a different kind of forward. And I think the biggest factor being that he's Colombian and Oscar's Colombian and just 
the the amount of synchronicity I think we're going to have with him coming into the team. Uh, it's interesting you talk about Inter Milan being interested in him. Uh, I think probably what it was, Luis, is they Inter Milan were offering him a sort of squad role or like a backup role or right. something mm-hmm. where they're like, hey, you know, we'll give you because we can give you wages, right? We're like, yeah. like, we'll pay you X amount of money to be the backup. And he might have taken that. He might have been interested in that. But I think it shows his hunger that more likely what we've said is, hey, come be our star number nine. You know, we'll, we'll give you X amount of money, not as much as you would make there, but you can be a part of something different, a new challenge. Like the guy's been in the league for over 10 years. If that's me, I think I'd be interested in, hey, maybe I can have something a little different instead of just going, you know, it would have been the biggest club he played for would, would have been Inter Milan if you made that move, but he decided to go in a different direction. It sounds like and it sounds like he wants to come be a part of the project we have over here in MLS and I believe that he's got that kind of quality where, you know, if we get him clicking again in the right system with the right guys around him, he, he could easily score 10, 15 goals for us, you know, and in an Oscar system, that's pretty good. I don't know if he's going to get up into the 20s, right? I don't know if that's what we're going to see, but I would say, you know, minimum 10 goals, maximum sort of 17 goals. Uh, Paolo, what would you say, you know, off the top of your head, if you were to guess Luis Muriel in the season? I, I was going to – Minimum maximum, I can't say that. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, John, that he wants to be part of the, the, his, the history for another trophy. That's why he's he wants to come here. Um, yeah. Let me see. Let's say, let's say that Oscar uh, revealed his maximum – you know, I don't know, like, let's say 20. Gets the best out of him, right? Yeah, yeah. Really, really gets him. Yeah. I mean, look at Nani. Yeah, look at Nani. And, um, I mean, nobody wanted Nani, and then we revive him. So I will say 18 to 20 goals. I'm being optimistic because I want to be – I want to see that striker for Orlando City this season so 18 to 20 goals for this season and i was looking back at his injury history it wasn't like he missed a lot of games from injury um i for what i could tell is he's still pretty you know fit he's still pretty could run pretty well like he hasn't slowed down a massive amount for a 32 year old would you agree with that I agree. Plus, I mean, you have to understand, I mean, the climate, you know, the, he's going to be coming to the heat. He's going to be coming to the heat. He's going to be coming. Uh, he's probably going to shed some shed some weight, even more weight than when he's his shed in Italy. Uh, and and I think he's going to be spot on. Uh, now, a lot of people also ask, but, but why can we sign somebody exciting like Cucho Hernandez? I was reading stuff like that before some, you know, and, I, and I'm saying this. Nobody knew Kucha was going to explode in the MLS. It was another. It was a gamble that Columbus took too. He was loaned three times to second division teams in, in Spain, which I, I I guarantee you, no scout is watching. <laughs> like right now, you know, um, if you want your starting player, so it was a gamble that Columbus took also on Kucha. Kucha exploded here, forty three games, twenty five goals. Um, and you know, he only had five goals in under 20s for Colombia and only two goals with a with a national team with a senior team. So this is not a Cucho Hernandez type. This is a player that's being known well, not only in Colombia, uh, but also in Italy. He's has actually, you know, scored and been a, a top striker in a, in a team that contended for Serie A. You know, that Atalanta where he scored, like, a lot of goals was contending for the Serie A. So, you know, I think it's a great signing. I think it's not going to be a, you know, inter-Miami signing. It's going to be a Romelu Lukaku or an Antoine Griezmann that maybe a lot of people want. But it is a player that we can definitely take for the right, for the right amount of money, right, develop him, and still has at least – three or four more seasons in him that we able to provide goals for us. What would your sort of, you know, minimum maximum be on his goals? I will say around 12 goals. That is just being like 
uh, honestly think, realistic. That's first year in the MLS. Yeah, first year in the MLS. Uh, you know, twelve goals, and uh, and I guarantee you they've been in touch with him already. You know, part of the team, I'm sure. And you know, I think twelve, ten to twelve goals. I think it would be the smartest thing to say right now. I mean, if if he scores 17, 18, you know, I think the whole the whole fandom is gonna just go static, you know, and and uh we'll finally we have that that killer nine that's able to be able to take the best out of all the players that was you know all the players that we have, right? Especially in the in the attacking third. Do we think his um national team time is over with Colombia? You guys no. know know that better with me i mean i see the last time we played was the world cup qualifiers in 22 but you know yeah. it seems like if he could have a resurgence he could still make that team right correct and nestor i would say this nestor lorenzo is a coach that i know very well he coached him in peru and then peruvian league for a long time uh and uh, nestor lorenzo is a player that he was criticized for calling out cucho he was criticized for calling Cucho into the national team because he said, why are you guys hitting on the MLS? He scored 25 goals in 43 games. Why are you guys questioning that I'm calling a player with that? You know, I don't care if it's the MLS. I don't care if it's the the, eight, the, the J League. I don't care if it's whatever. I'm going to call whoever has the best ratio of goal scoring ability uh, to the national team. And Colombia is doing really well right now in uh, in the in in the comable qualifier so yes it could mean a lot for 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 muriel to come back to it, it could mean he could be a, a star in the mls he could be make a difference in his new club you know uh, and also it could be a new opportunity in, in his national team which i think it was what, what what he also wants because that's gonna bring his stocks up and he's gonna re- probably renegotiate a new deal if he wants to stay with orlando after his old contract expires, you know what I mean? I think it's interesting that he, um, you know, we were hearing rumors of like, will he come now? Will it happen in the summer? And I think we really went after our man. It seems like we were, you know, no, we want you now. We're willing to pay. I don't know what we're going to pay. I think hopefully not too much, right? Seeing as he was out of contract in six months. Um, But it definitely, I think, speaks volumes that we are willing to pay for him now as opposed to just kind of, maybe hopefully getting him in the summer. Uh, it really seems like he's going to be a vital part of that attack. Paula, do you have any other uh, thoughts on Luis Muriel before I have one more question about him? No. Um, I know that I'm, I was being super optimistic for 18 or 20 goals, but – That's cool. I, that I like the optimism for Luis I, Muriel. I like that. That's great. <laughs> I like that. I, I think Oscar is going to bring the the best of him in the MLS. Like, and this is the type of striker that we have been asking to be in the front. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped and I'm happy to see him um, part of the team and help the youngsters learn from him. So let's see how, how it goes on the season for him. Uh, last question on him. And Luis, can you pull up Landon's comment there? Because this uh, pertains to that. Uh, will he be a DP? Landon says, um, I had that in my notes. Will he be a DP? Question mark. I agree. There are some. I think because of his high wages, he was on Italy. There is a chance that he'll be a DP. The question I think more is, will he be a full DP? Meaning that we would have bought down one of our other U22s to make that happen. Or will he be a restricted DP? Um, obviously, he can't be a young DP, but there is a chance that he's a restricted DP, and we could do that with our current roster makeup, as it were. Uh, Luis, do you think it really makes much of a difference, is the question I would ask you, DP or not? I mean, uh, I think he's going to be a, a DP for sure. Um, I, I don't think it really makes a a whole difference there's really not been no no reports of what kind of contract he's going to be in there were in the beginning talk talk as the colombian colombian side south american news were saying news outlets were saying three years but then american news and the italian news were saying two years plus an option so kind of in a way makes sense because down south they don't understand the, the option part so they probably saw three and they're like okay three let's put it three 
right? So, so um, I think it's I think it'll be great. Two years plus option, you know, uh, probably going to be a DP, and it won't be a probably. It's going to probably be similar what we pay for Cara, in my opinion. You know, um, I don't think Orlando is going to go and shop for Neymar or <laughs> or you know all those players or Griezmann, even though he says he wants to come to the MLS, but. Um, I think it's going to be around what we pay for Car at some point. Paula, your guess on uh, whether he's going to be a DP or not? I think as well he's going to be a DP because of the movement that we have been doing in our roster, like uh, loaning Gaston Gonzalez, that he was a, a U22 initiative. So that opens the door to have a DP not restricted. So uh, my guess is going to be a DP. I think it's a DP because of the high wages. I think I'm not sure we'd be able to get him, you know, on and cheap enough wages. Yeah. So I I honestly don't think they'd be able to get him that cheap compared to what he would be on now, you know? So I estimate he's probably making 20 or 30,000 euros a week. So, you know, he's on big money over there. Uh, here, he would have to take a significant pay cut to be less than a DP. My only question is, he, he might be able to be a restricted DP. So that could be what we might... We might not be opening up this thing. We might not buy down a U22. I don't know. It remains to be seen. But there is a world here where we have our DP number nine and we have Duncan uh, on his base salary, essentially. Uh, maybe they'll give him a sympathy contract rise or something i don't know but uh we could have two very very good strikers in this league or you know at least able to score 10 plus goal strikers in this league competing uh for the same spot there uh you guys have any opinion on you know the potential of uh luis muriel versus duncan for that starting position well i i think it's going to be fantastic for for both uh and especially for duncan and and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, right? I think that maybe, I know Oscar's never tried it, but maybe he wants to use two strikers at some point, right? Uh, you know, it'll be a good chance. Uh, I think Duncan will be the the pivot, and he will maybe play a little bit behind Duncan if that's the case. But I, I believe um, it's going to be great for both of them, and I think competition is great when it comes to the striker position. Uh, and... I have full faith Duncan's going to excel and he's probably going to be gone by the, by the next window. So uh, he, he has, he has the poise. He's, he's a great kid. Um, and Muriel, he's come here to be that leader also, you know, be that voice too with Faku and with Lodero, you know, to kind of make the, the ship move forward. And I think uh, we're gonna see that, and I think it's gonna be—I think it's gonna be great. Um, it's good for both of them, in my opinion. Paula, I, I got I think, you. Who do you think? Do you think Duncan can steal it away from Luis? I mean, he did it we, from Kara. Oh, yeah, well. I was gonna say we have Cara, seen that yeah. before. We never know under Oscar. So this is a great competition, like Luis said, to demonstrate themselves who's gonna get that starting position. <laughs> and if I was Duncan. I will have that little fuel in my heart, you know, that anger of what just happened with him, that roller coaster emotional ride. So I would prove myself that why I need to be the number one striker for the team. So it's going to be a healthy competition between those two. And I'm curious of anything can happen on the Oscar. Like we, we, we seen it before with Karen, with him. So um, um, I won't be surprised if Maguire can steal that position in the first, you know, couple of games. I think Duncan as a super sub is like a great option, you know, because he he can he gives you a lot of I energy. Agree. So for like yep. the last thirty minutes, throw him on when defenders are tired. He he's going to get more goals, I think, almost being a super sub than he will starting game. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Luis, let's just go back through a few comments we got here sure. before we move on to our so, next piece of news. Uh, so Nyaki says, uh, let's not forget, he just back out. I read that already, but I do want to say that I messed up. I'm really bad with acronyms. I do he meant say Greg. That. He mistyped it. He Greg is Greg Berhalter. It's not yeah, Great Greg Berhalter. That's what he meant so by I, I, I appreciate. I, I apologize for saying not Great, Great Britain. Britain. 
Yeah, not Great Britain. It's Great Greg Barhalter. So, Rodolfo Chang, will Duncan will like to go back to Blackburn in the summer, uh, even if the Rover screwed up this window? Also, what is his motivation to stay in the MLS? You want to go at it, uh, John? I mean, definitely wouldn't. If I was Duncan, like we said, I wouldn't go anywhere near Blackburn Rovers. Honestly, I would be slightly uh, upset from all of this this issues, you know. Uh, I would even consider, you know, whether whether England is the right place for me. Maybe that's just bad juju around going to the UK. Maybe he needs a different European move. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I think overall he's just, you know, I think he's been hurt by the process. I think that's that's the thing. So we're hoping Duncan will bounce back. But he has the character to bounce back. So Yeah. If you ask me, um, no rovers for you, no rovers for me. No, um, and uh, what's his motivation in the MLS Copa America? Um, UN's men's national team, you know, having a being part of that great, you know, squad that the US is building, very exciting. A lot of people saying they're going to be a contender for this Copa America, so let's see. And uh, he's definitely going to excel, guys. I think he has everything in it. What, what's his motivation to stay in the MLS? The MLS is growing. Best player in the world, in a way, plays here, has a lot of eyes now. There's going to be a lot of eyes coming into the MLS soon. And, you know, and I, I don't think that I don't think the, the rest of the world is ready, in my opinion. I agree. Victor Sanchez says, Luis Muriel, yes. Uh, Luis, John, what about John Arias? He says, uh, We'll come on to that one in a second. Yep. Inter Miami players are washed up, says Victor Sanchez, not Orlando. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I saw Miami um, play last week and um, for like five five minutes and oh man it's gonna be interesting when they play on the MLS they're super slow in the front just an FYI lots of Colombian fans in Orlando I can definitely <laughs> attest to that there's tons of Colombian fans in Orlando and there's also one of the best burger places I've ever seen Hopefully, soon sponsor of LPL, Colombian Burger. There Ooh, you go. Ooh, I approve. One. Yeah, Super Rico right there. They're going to be loving right. the Luis Muriel announcement. Um, I will say on this, there there is a kind of a bad Colombian curse that Luis Muriel needs to break here. Oh, no, don't don't mention him. We, we've had, you know, Rocket no. won't mention him. But also, <laughs> you know, remember Josue Coleman. That's right. Well, he was mm. from Paraguay. No, he was from Paraguay, yeah. Oh, okay. Carlos Rivas, you mean. Well, yeah. I wasn't going to say it, Luis. You Sorry. But He's anyway. like Beetlejuice. Don't say it. Have we yeah. had other Colombians? Can someone remind me? Well, we Ivan had Angulo. one really good Colombian, oh, yeah. too. I'm I sure you he remember. Curse. He's done the legwork for Luis. Christian Higuita. Higuita, oh, that's Higuita true. Too. Legend. I miss Legend. him, man. He was so great. That's true. Okay, maybe it was just one bad Colombian. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's so we just remember Rivas so much that we don't can't get over. Don't say it the third time. Okay, say don't say it one more time. He'll appear. <laughs> no, I remember when I used to go to the games. It was like, oh my God, Rivas is one v one with the keeper. Oh God! I always said he would make an excellent American football kicker. <laughs> <laughs> like every time, straight through the posts. Oh. Uh... Anyway, um, final comment we got in there from a brand new one from Felix. Felix Quijano. Thank you so much, Felix. We can always play two forwards in the lineup. I agree, man. It will be good to have an ace up, up our sleeve, you know? Don't forget about Jack Lynn, okay? That's just because right. we signed Luis Muriel, just because Duncan's three, coming three back. Forwards. Jack Lynn better get some minutes, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I agree. Let's move on. Uh, now we're going to talk about David Bercalo. Not really much on this one. It's just that we still expect it to happen. Obviously, we thought he was going to be announced last week. Or this week just gone. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, I'm assuming, and Luisa and Paula, I hope you agree, it's just because we're waiting for something to do with Visa or delay getting him over here to sign the papers and do his physical. But we're still very hopeful, right, that uh, David Bercali will be announced imminently. I yeah. was refreshing Twitter today just just to see if they were gonna announce it today or not, but it should be soon. Sorry to cut you, Luis. Go ahead. No, no, no. 
Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's been some move uh, with David Bercalo. Um, it's pretty much a done deal. I, I, I want to give kudos to David Bercalo fans. It's like a page uh, only for David Bercalo. He's huge in the Norwegian team, one of the top CVs there. Uh, also, in Viking was the best player. Now, Morten Jensen is the name of the coach of Viking, and he said, um, David, he, he has some words about the MLS and, and where David was going to land. He said, David was the Elitisarian, which is the, you know, the, the Norwegian leagues, uh, best stopper last year. And we expected that he would be sold. But personally, if you ask me, I wanted him to go to a top five league in Europe because I think he's that good. And he's good enough for that. Now, uh, now that was not uh, the end of the saga. And now he's going to be traveling. That's exactly what David Vercalo fans translated in English of what the coach. He's really, he's one of those guys that probably, you know, doesn't really think the MLS is, you know, that league. And But I think, you know, it is what the player wanted. You know, he wanted to move away to the MLS. Uh, now, also, he says that the club, uh, the club uh, Viking, um, you know, and also one of the reporters there called Eric uh, Nevelin, which is part of the communication staff for Viking, said the, the, the following. We are satisfied that we've, of, what of what we have been offered in the end. This makes the sale of David Bracallo the largest in club history. It is clear that it is a milestone for our club, something that we're very happy with. That's what he confirmed to Norwegian TV, TV2, uh, today as well. Also, uh, Viking Sporting Direct, actually, yeah, that was Viking Sporting Director who said that. Um, he said that um, clubs, it says here, uh, he, he confirmed to TV2, clubs have agreed for David Bercalo, and we're already moving towards the sale. The legal and formal paperwork still remains. Bracalo, David, that's right, he translated it like that, will stay here until everything is signed. That's what he said, uh, the sporting director for Viking said. So it's pretty much just waiting for Bracalo to, to all the paperwork to be done. And then once it's good to go, he's going to travel to Orlando and be presented. And he said that on friday so february 2nd yep so it's been three days come on david we're ready no i'm <laughs> kidding <laughs> but well, for real I mean, no I mean, I, that's why i expected this visa week. stuff so maybe because right? of the visa stuff you know what i, I mean, mean how many pieces of paper we have to sign let's get get it over come on, here joe. But, <laughs> come on, hopefully once that's all sorted we'll be seeing david bricalo announced in purple on the field somewhere so <laughs> Exciting, exciting times for that one. Uh, we're going to move on to rumors, uh, of which there are not a lot. Uh, ones that were previously reported that we're going to go back to quickly. Uh, Alan Saldivia. I haven't heard anything new on that. I think he was the backup option if David Bracalo didn't work out, because I don't see us signing both of those. Uh, so if that one's gone dead, maybe it just means that we got our man with David Bracalo. Yeah. What do you guys think? I agree. It wouldn't make sense. It's not a like we already have Schlegel there and now David Bercalos, but it didn't it, it it was not gonna be, make sense. I think he was the backup option. So that that all tracks. Uh the next one is John Arias. We talked about it on uh the Thursday pod we did last week. Uh that was a new rumor coming from some strange sources out of uh, MLS Turkey reported it originally. Um I've seen nothing new on that. Luis, have you seen anything out of South America on this? No, but I do have uh, breaking news. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. We still need the music. News. We One day we'll the have the music. Look at my breaking this. news music. There you go. Breaking Thanks, news. Luis. Way better. <laughs> I love it. It's so retro. There you go. Uh-uh. Alan Saldivar, uh, Saldivar update. Uh, Colo Colo, Colo Colo is a team where he's at in Chile, the top team in Chile. 
Colo Colo's uh, president um, has said that he's going to be staying in Colo Colo. He says he's going to be saying uh, he had a, a meeting today uh, with uh, with all the co-owners and, and the board. And he said that uh, the offer that Orlando City put out and the other clubs, other two clubs that put out an offer for him were absolutely insufficient. And him uh, and Colo Colo and the player have decided to stay in Colo Colo. That's, that's what um, uh, the president of Colo Colo said to, to media. That's, that's exactly what he said. Uh, Alfredo Stowing, that's his name. Alfredo Stowing, that's well, the name that, of the president. Um, that all tracks because, like we said, I think it died. Exactly. Obviously, with it being that league, you know, other leagues are going to come in like us and try and put it in a low offer and steal them away for what they don't want to give them up for. Um, so I'm not surprised they were not interested in taking our low ball offers. Yeah. And when it comes to John Arias, I, I haven't really, I, I did um, try to message some of my colleagues in done in brazil haven't heard absolutely i think it was just somebody just you know typing a bunch of stuff but uh it's okay i mean it's great that orlando city is being linked to a lot of these big clubs in south america i mean colo colo it's a pretty big club fluminense is huge uh down, down in brazil so i mean it's just better for us to have all these exposures so but no there's nothing on john Harris in my opinion cool all righty um that is it on rumors i don't have anything new i don't think you guys have anything new uh we we've been watching but uh i think for now it looks like i, I you do know, have we've got our two guys in luis muriel and david bercalo when they're over the line maybe we'll see more signings but that could be it i don't know what do you think about uh more signings after these two luis is that likely or not uh, I highly doubt, but uh, look, I want to do give kudos to Orla um, Orlando City UK. Um, he did this. Uh, I'm gonna steal it from him. <laughs> this uh, team lineup eleven, and I think it would be cool to see. This is our. I mean, in my opinion, this is what could, our starting lineup could be. Um, coming start of the season. Galese up top, Dagger Dan, Bracalo, Jensen, Rafa Santos, Cesar, Wilder, Lodero right in the middle as your 10, Faku on the right flank, Angulo on the left, and up top, Luis Muriel. This is uh, to you, John, an upgrade? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think the only issue I have is no Ojeda. And I still want to find a way. I know Angulo is is looking really good, and I think he does a lot defensively, and I think that's what keeps him in the team. But we haven't solved our problem from last year, right? Like, if I agree, Nico should play the 10. I think he looks great there. He's the one that makes the most sense to play the 10. But somewhere we got to fit in Ojeda. I, I can't do another season of our DP <laughs> sitting on the bench. It just kills me a little bit every time. You read my mind, John. I was going to say, I'm like, uh, I'm in defense. Ojeda, this season, he needs to start um, either as a 10, either in the wing. They need to make him fit on the lineup, starting lineup for this season. Those are, it's, it's my observation for a, for a DP. It doesn't look good to be in the bench. I don't know. That's Those are my thoughts. I think also Ojeda, like if we're going to get the best out of him, he needs a starting role more than anything else. Exactly. It's just, it's just like we need to, like where does he fit in this whole scenario? Like I would say move Torres to the left wing and put Ojeda at the right wing. And yeah, Angulo has to drop, but arguably he's, you know, he's the guy or, that you would or, and again, or Or you're putting Ojeda in for Nico Ladero in the 10. Like, or you, could put Torres at, or you could put Torres at the 10, right, right below Muriel, um, and then you put Ojeda on the right. I mean, again, those are the options Oscar has. That's, those are good options to have. I do agree with you, John, that, yeah, it is, um, you know, we should not have our DP on the bench, but 
you know, we'll see, you know. I, I think that Oscar is going to have that particular ability to do the switcheroo in different games. You know, maybe when we play with Nashville, you want to play with, like, veteran presence right in the mid, you know, or or maybe, you know, when we're playing, like, you know, Chicago or we're playing either, you know, Inter without Messi because he thinks he's probably injured, apparently. Uh, you know, maybe we'll play more attacking style and then we're going to use, you know, take Lodero out, put him in the bench and then put Torres in the middle and then Ojeda right on the right, you know. So, but honestly, I'll, for what I've seen on, on Flamengo, our soccer came from the left flank with Angulo and Rafa um, as well. They're a very important part of the puzzle in the attack. We'll see if this changes this season, but I don't see it changing. I, I don't see Angulo dropping, in my opinion. I see probably Nico sitting down and be more keen to maybe sit down and Torres go to the ten. But I don't, I don't see Angulo dropping on the starting role for now. You know, Paul, if you had to make room there for Ojeda out of those three, who are you knocking out? I mean, it's it's it's, it's a good problem to have, but yeah. some, something's got to give if we want Ojeda in there. I will I will choose uh Nico on on this one. Sit Nico and then maybe Torres in the 10 like Luis said and then Ojeda in the in the wing and they can switch. But at, at, at the end of the day we have a lot of we have a, a lot of games. We have CONCACAF, we have League's Cup, we have US Open Cup probably. So yeah. it, it, they can experiment probably. And then they can choose, but at this in this scenario, I will, I will sit down, Nico, and give the opportunity to Torres to be in the ten. I, I think Austin's going to experiment at the beginning of the year, and I agree with that. I I believe. What I hope is that we're not going to end up like last year at the beginning of the season where we <laughs> started very slowly. So that's that's almost why I'm like Nico is good to go. Fucking and play Nico. Um, I don't but, want to go through that again, hey, John. No, let's, let's move on because we'll be here <laughs> all night. Um, last few things we're going to just wrap up real quick. Uh, one thing is Saturday, 7.30, there is a uh, game closed to Society 21 members only. You'll be able to get tickets through their email. Um, I think most of you would be known about that. If you are one of those members, you're able to go watch a closed-door game on Saturday night at 7.30 p.m in the stadium, which will be under renovation while we're in there, because um, that was announced as well. Uh, so that will be against the New England Revolution. I'm going to be going, Luis, lucky enough to get myself a ticket. Um, so I will be able to report back on Monday what I find out from that game against the MLS side. So. Take some video. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> take some video. Sure. <laughs> Maybe if I'm allowed to take video. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think don't you know. Can. We'll see. Maybe I'll cheeky video. We just won't tell anybody. <laughs> Oh, wait, I told everybody. Um, all righty, we're going to run through the comments before we sign off. we got a few more here. Sure, it says, uh, let's see, the, it says, uh, I saw a tweet, uh, X, and forgot. Says, I saw a tweet, X, forgot who. He says it again he... later. He said, I saw a tweet, X, with Bercala, Muriel, and Duncan as starting players. Fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's the tweet from Orlando City, UK. Yeah, he's a great guy. I don't know about, he's got Muriel and Duncan on there, though. I don't, that's, that's like some weird. Oh. One of them oh, is playing. I mean, uh, Muriel can play the other positions. Like, yeah. he can. He, put, he could play right wing. I don't think we will do that, but he could. <laughs> um. Yeah. Felix has got a good question. The Felix is, should we look for another right back? I mean, all right. So our depth right now is Daggerdan Thorhalsen, Mikey Holiday, and Alex Freeman. So I think we're going to be good. That's we need just, another left back, if anything. Yeah, yeah the left back. In the left but back side, we have Rafa. Also, Santos, I think Oscar will Kyle just Smith move everybody and, over there. Well, we have Rafa Santos, Kyle Smith, and then the new. The new kid. Um, Tagir. We have a bunch of right backs who are being used right. as a left back. We don't have another left back. This yeah. is the real question. Uh, Victor Sanchez. Says, Trust Papi. Yep. He knows what he's doing. That's right. That's That's very, true, very true. We should trust Papi. This is how much money did Orlando pay for Lodera? Well, the club doesn't has not disclosed that, in my opinion. 
He paid zero in transfer we paid, fee. Yeah. It and was he's a not a DP. Yeah, so he's not a DP, yeah. Bargain. It was a bargain, you know, a, a, a level player like Lodero with a lot with a, a lot left in the tank with a leadership quality. You know, I'll take it all day. Go ahead, John. I, I think there's going to be some Seattle fans at the end of the season who are like, why did we let this guy go? He's so They're bad. already saying that. I think I think he's gonna suit our play just from that one game with Flamengo. Like we've said it before, he looked he looked like he's ready to hit the ground running. He so, looked sharp. Yeah, like, he looked sharp. Maybe he just needed a change of scenery, and we're gonna have a resurgence of Nico Ladero. Who knows? But that's our show, everybody. Um, we're gonna quickly sign off with telling you to subscribe on YouTube or follow or like uh, wherever you're listening or watching with us, whether that's on. Uh, Spotify or whether it's on Apple Music, um, go ahead and give us a like or a follow. You can find us at Loud and Proud Orlando on Twitter or X as it's now known, Loud and Proud Orlando on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, as well as TikTok. Paula, where can we find you? You can find me in Tiro Esquina podcast in either instagram twitter or x i don't know uh tiktok and then spotify as well luis no you can find me on x at at pineda underscore orl thank you so much guys and you can find me as john rollins ocsc on x and victor sanchez once again buddy you have the final word vamos orlando vamos orlando vamos orlando guys see ya Oh, 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 oh,